Welcome to the Urban Remedy Podcast, inspiring wellness through food, lifestyle, and making conscious choices. I am your host today. My name is Nika Pasquale, the founder of Urban Remedy. And now let's talk about our shrimp. Good. Can you tell us a little bit about For our sure. shrimp? For sure. For sure. This is, this is a shrimp that comes from a group of 15 small organic farms in a co-op in Costa Rica. Uh, there's a German-based company uh, that has established the processing plant that relates to all of the uh-huh. groups. We started working with them, and initially there were five that were organic, and now all 15 have gone organic. Oh, that's great. And uh, with shrimp, that's an important and an appropriate uh, shift to make. Um, the nature of... Uh, uh, so th- this is a farmed shrimp out of Costa Rica. Uh, it, is, uh, it is something... We wanted to bring something to market that really was an alternative for chefs and kitchens that wanted uh, to move away from the damaging practices of uh, rock shrimp, mm-hmm. which all the kitchens use because they come in yeah. five-pound tubs and you just throw it into a pasta, throw it into right. a cocktail. It's, it's good. And we thought, what could we do? Well, is rock, um, I don't know, obviously, is rock shrimp... It's usually trawled in a in an environmentally damaging fashion. Uh, okay. It's usually it's a wild product, uh-huh. and poorly trawled, often dipped in tripolyphosphates. Really? For, yeah, yeah. For for water retention. Oh my god. Um, yeah. And uh, and to keep the color, and, and uh, often once or twice on board, and maybe uh, on land, uh, semi flash frozen, and still allowed to be served as fresh. Oh, it's a curious. Seafood labeling yeah. is a very strange word yeah. um, in terms of what's allowed to be called something. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to counter that. So we had a fa- we had a good relationship with a farm. The farm we were initially sur- sourcing from was in Belize, and the patriarch owner of that farm uh, was a family farm operation. Uh, in Belize, and uh, sadly, the patriarch, wonderful man, died in a plane accident, Aww. and that whole farm went out of business. And we were going to back off from sourcing down there. And then this group called us and said, "Well, we've got this yeah. co-op group, and we'd like to, you know." So we looked into it, and we started working with them. Usually, for us, it's a good six months to a year of vetting yeah. a group before we source from them. Yeah, and. Uh, We've now been working with this group for eight years. Oh, that is so great. And um, so uh, it's, it's a very well-established uh, program. And we have the fit, we have the shrimp peeled and purged um, so that, and, and put fresh in eight-pound tubs. So we had the, we had the shrimp shipped to us fresh. So this is truly, it's hard to ever say in food, you yeah. have a unique product. Yeah. This is a chemical-free, never cooked, never frozen, live, not live, but raw shrimp. No, oh, and I love it because we were not planning on carrying shrimp at all. But then when you came to me and told me about that, I was like, it really sounds like it's in alignment kind of with our mission, which it, is really My great. reaction was exactly yours. I wasn't going to handle shrimp at all. Yeah. I started looking into it and the shrimp in Asia and yeah. being sourced. This was now. This goes back years. Some things have improved. Some things haven't. But uh, the uh, you know environmental consultants and people I use yeah. as advisors and friends, 
just said about you know shrimp from various other parts of the world. You know, why bother the shrimp? Why don't you just order a bottle of a you know bowl yeah. of antibiotics and just yeah. take them straight? Uh. Why you why you why put yeah. the shrimp through the uh, agony? Um, well, that's so interesting. I mean, actually, I'm glad to get that information out there because I think a lot of people that eat shrimp probably have no idea about that. You know, as with everything, just stop and this takes some awareness, some education. Yeah. Um, if you walked into a place that's, you know, nine ninety five, all the shrimp you can yeah, eat, yeah. you have to ask yourself, oh, yeah. how's that possible? Yeah. <laughs> how's exactly. that possible to be delivered to me with any quality, any yeah. animal welfare, any yeah. stewardship, any care of the environment? Yeah. Well, the answer is it can't. So I think, so I love that, and I think we have to wrap up, but, sure. but um, I really appreciate um, kind of getting that information out there about how important it is to make conscious choices of what you're putting into your body, how your dollar definitely affects, uh, you can vote with your dollar. Your dollar is going to affect what what uh, big corporations are putting out there. If people are demanding, you know, fresh, organic, you know, meats and poultry and fish without antibiotics and chemicals and toxins, then we're going to have to, that, that's the only thing that's going to kind of move this paradigm. Your store is a perfect example of a really courageous move, truly courageous move, to move counter to this message that we all get from the entire vast, huge, monstrous industrial food system, which is, hey, it's convenient, it's there. Yeah. You know, don't worry about all these other questions. It's it's good, just go with it. And it's affordable. Hey, so there you go. And the point is, here we are in an election season, mm-hmm. and everyone's looking at candidates and so on. But you vote with your fork yep. three and four times a day. Yeah. And how you spend those dollars yeah. is, is the lever that creates change. Exactly. You know, people start coming into um, Urban Remedy and start to order better food. All of a sudden, all the mass market guys start going, hey, yeah. how, how come they're making money? How yeah. come they're doing well? Yeah. Well, guess what? We're serving people something of quality. Yeah. Well, this fish, how come how come these small artisan fisheries yeah. are making more premium than we are? Yeah. Well, maybe you should check out yeah. the quality of fish welfare, the quality of feeds, the extra cost they go to, because guess what? People care. People care. And people, you know, the, when you make those changes, you're not even just you know voting with your dollar you're actually promoting your overall health and wellness and well-being you know because you are putting food into your body that is healing you're reconnecting yeah the big issue is that along with what's invisible to us yeah until we get into this is that what the current system allows us to do is just eat food with no connection exactly and as soon as you start making the connection Mm -hmm. I think uh, Carlo Petrini in his Slow Food book yeah. articulates this so well. He says, when someone says, no, I don't want just some juice. No, I don't. Yeah. No, no, I want Urban Remedies juice because I understand the healing connection yeah. that they've made there. Then you're now not a consumer. You're a co-producer. Yeah, I love that. That's And beautiful. you're actually engaged yeah. in this cultural dialogue of health, of wellness, yeah. of environment, of welfare, of your own welfare. Yeah. And so um, this is what joins this is what joins companies like ours. Yeah, exactly. Is that we go, you know, you recognize, oh, they they feel the same way we do. Okay, yeah. we can easily come together because, oh, you know, with the way they think about their products and their sourcing, 
That's yeah. the way we feel about exactly. it. Exactly. That's why we are so excited to partner with you guys. Yeah. So lastly, what what are there any fish that you would recommend our listeners don't eat? Is there any fish that really is when you buy that fish, you're actually kind of what we were just talking about, putting your dollar towards something that is... Sure. Um, but the first thing is to to find out, rather than just my expertise or something, start asking questions yourself. Where is this from? Uh, how was it sourced? Um, if it's farmed, where was it farmed? Not just, oh, in the ocean. Not just, oh, yeah. Scot- you know, we're in Scotland. We're in Canada. We're... Do you know anything because, about it? Because the wait staff in the restaurant, of course, they're not going to know. Yeah, that's my but thing. But if yeah. two of you, three of you ask that question uh, in the course right. of a night, that night that chef is on the yeah. phone to his fish distributor saying, yeah. hey, man, don't give me this fish anymore that yeah. I don't, you've got to tell me. Yeah. I don't know. i got to know. My people are embarrassed. They're out there. Right. That's what turns yeah. it. That's what turns yeah. the change is that suddenly uh-huh. people start asking and suddenly the people uh-huh. go, oh, oh. See, this is the thing. We're told it doesn't matter. Right. Two, three, four people in any given night in any given restaurant turn the karmic wheel of that entire restaurant. That restaurant, within a week's time, there'll start to be things listed on the menu. Oh, oh, this is where it's from. Oh, oh, yes, we do know where that's from now. Yeah. Because people have asked. And that that quality of... of, uh, information demand as well as quality demand yeah comes together i love that that is so cool and then what about like if somebody's at a restaurant and they want to pick a fish mm. and let's say they can't get the information from the wait staff sure like what are the fish that are more in danger that people should stop ordering well we've already mentioned the kind of bluefin tuna is, is clearly something you know for a generation for, for at least a decade just no bluefin tuna. Bluefin tuna is off the list. Um, sorry, people with sushi. Hey, you know, ahi tuna is pretty good. Yeah. Albacore tuna is fabulous. Now, you know, do you have to worry about the mercury levels in the tuna, do you think? The issue of mercury is is related to the size of the fish yeah. and the aggregated, the accumulation. Uh-huh. So the big fish, the swordfish, mm-hmm. the bluefin tuna, uh, these fish that are caught for their size... So those are the fish you um, want to kind of stay away from. Those are the fish you want to stay away from because, by definition, they've accumulated yeah. all these heavy metals. God, it's so sad. I mean, it just hurts. It really hurts my heart when I just think about that our ocean is so yeah. polluted. I mean, it is terrible. When I first started to get involved in clean fish and people started to hear that I was doing it, and friends would say, so great, somebody like you was yeah. doing this. So, like, so where can I get the fish with the no mercury? Yeah. And I said, you know... I wasn't going to even start the company. Yeah. I wasn't going to even start. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, yeah, there is that fish with no mercury. It's on another planet. Right. And if we can get to it, yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll be sourcing it right away. You know, what I learned from the natural step in our studies with them years ago, and this was in the late 80s, early 90s, and they were starting to understand and report on the level of toxicity in mother's milk oh, of yeah. polar bears. Oh, God, that's terrible. So then you have to ask yourself, if those if those elements are showing up in polar bear mother's milk, where do you think you're going to hide? Oh, God, I know. I this, mean, is, this is the body burden of industrial society that we've all yeah. allowed. We've allowed yeah. it to happen. No, I know. And only our changing our pattern yeah. is going to reverse that for our yeah. children and, I mean, and theirs. I totally agree with you. And look at... 
I mean, right now, children in the United States are sicker than they have ever, ever been historically. The rates of asthma, diabetes, childhood cancers, leukemia has never been higher. And it's probably not just one thing. I mean, there's, you know, obviously the toxins in the environment and eating all this processed food and all the chemicals that we're exposed to. And unfortunately, you know, companies like Monsanto and their Roundup um, is definitely not helping. I mean, I just went into a store and they were selling Roundup and I, I couldn't help myself. I went up to the manager. I'm like, I love your store, but I will never shop here again if you're going to carry that product yeah. because... Um, Yep. I don't want my gardener using that around my child. That's right. You know? That's right. Um, but that's what we, I think that's really important. People need to start voting with their dollars and using their voices and letting people know that they're not going to, uh, you know, spend their money in establishments that are carrying cancer-causing you know, we've all, You know, we all feel strongly about this, but then we all come to this moment that you just did, where you encounter, oh, my God, here's my store. And the, yeah. The, and you ask yourself, okay, am I just going to wimp out here? Yeah. Or am I going to step up and say, you know, I can't support you in yeah. this. I, I, yeah. I can't go here. And, in fact, I feel so strongly about it. If, you know, if this is what you want to carry, I'm going to stop shopping yeah. here. Uh, imagine somebody walking into your shop and saying that. Yeah. Boy, would that get your attention. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So um, uh, this is what changes things. Yeah. You know, we are, I mean, it was so, uh, we, we just... On YouTube, anybody can go to it. Um, was uh, uh, President Obama talking to the Vietnamese people, and it was a great address, very oh, yeah. heartfelt, yeah. And really wonderful. My heart sank when it was like, well, I can see the development you're making, your high rises and your shopping malls, and, and you're going, oh no, oh, yeah, yeah. This, oh. Is, this is what we're going to reward them for yeah. as they become consumers. I know. Well, let's reverse that. Yeah. Let's reverse that. Take the power of being a consumer and your role yeah. in this economy seriously. Yeah. Dead on seriously. Yeah. And you're asking that question and you're asking yeah. of this. If you don't use that, then you're acquiescing. Totally. Like when you go to the grocery store, maybe the organic milk is 50 cents more expensive and you kind of go, oh, I want to save a couple dollars or whatever. Yeah. But it's like your dollar counts. You're going to be supporting that farmer and supporting the movement, and it makes a huge difference. The story to the American consumers and food, again, articulated in the address I once heard from Carla Petrini, is what, what do you Americans not understand about eat less, yeah. eat better, yeah. and reward those who are producing this food to you in this quality, reward them better. I agree with you. And I mean, I think most of it is um, because these big corporations are very good at marketing and, you know, changing the high fructose corn syrup to like a natural sweetener. You know, people don't know. It's like right. keep the people stupid and, you know, overconsumption. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, you know, people just need to wake up and like start doing research and really, uh, really taking accountability for everything that they put into their body and all the choices that they make. It's probably a good place to stop. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Tim. Thank, Thank you. You had so much great information and knowledge. Thanks for sharing Thank it with us. Thank you so us. much. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for partnering with us. Yeah, thank you. We're yeah. so happy. Yeah. Thank you. Great.